Welcome to the From the Factory Floor podcast. I'm in the Arctic Monkeys, and I'd like you to listen to the show with Chris and Mark. Cue the music. Hello. Thank you, Sue the Arctic Monkeys, for that introduction to the show. Those monkeys. <laughs> They're from the Arctic. I mean, <laughs> are they being a bit racist? I mean, I call them Eskimos. Do you have... It's or impossible, Inuits. actually, isn't it? I've never, I've never heard of monkeys in the Arctic before. Mm. Ant or anti-Arctic. <laughs> Antarctic or the, the standard what's, Arctic. Yeah, what's the other one called? <laughs> well, it's called the Antarctic. You yeah. can't just be called the Arctic, can it? The North Pole. Yeah. The northern one. The north. Which one's the bottom and which one's the top? The Antarctic's the lower one. Where do the penguins live? Uh, in a packet. Uh, very good. I was going to say something like a zoo. Pick up a penguin. We can say that because we've got pop shields on. Yeah. Hello. You mean like those <laughs> people did in that Australian zoo where they picked up that penguin and no? they, they nicked it? Really? Yeah, it's all in the news, probably about a year ago now. Oh, I missed that one, huh? Yeah. I'll have to look at that. Penguin-related news. <laughs> <laughs> this is Penguin News from the Arctic floor. Um, my name's Mark. My name is Chris. And we are talking to you from the factory floor, or mm. actually on the first floor of the factory floor. Yeah, no longer are we on the ground floor. No. We've been promoted. We're a music podcast, we should say, before we carry on any further, and... Uh, Thank you very much if you subscribed before. Thank you very much if you're listening to this. Mm, and good night. No. <laughs> um, this is our shortest show. Things have changed. This is show eight. I can't see you, Chris. So I'll explain why in a second. I can, well, I can see the outside of your head. Can you? Well, actually, I can see the outside of your head all, all the time. <laughs> well, not all the time. We're not constantly following you around. I'd be quite concerned if you could see the inside of my head. Exactly. That's, that was the point I was making. It's mm, a good point. So we sound wonderful today. Don't we? It's like... Oh, Mm. High fidelity, <laughs> high def. Yeah, for your ears. What, H- HD ears. HD ears. You can get something like that. Oh, actually, actually, these are being touted. These microphones that we're using as mm. HD microphones, which I think is bollocks. To well, be yeah. honest, well, they should call them flat microphones. Really, they, uh, they should call them funny-looking microphones because we're talking on. Well, things have changed. Let's explain it. Um, we now have... We've moved on up. Yeah, we have moved on up, literally. So we, we were in two minds. Uh, previous weeks, we've been recording from um, from the factory floor. Yeah, I got there before you. I could just see you going to the mic. Damn it. And now we're from the first factory floor. Uh, we were going to go from under the factory floor in my basement, but there were too many dead bodies down there. So we, we need to shift them before we, uh, yeah. we come back up. Yeah. It's a bit dusty. <laughs> too much that be their rotting flesh decomposing yes. <laughs> wow that's what dust is <laughs> it is um, so now we're upstairs and we have new microphones so we are still using the blue snowball microphones yep. which are as they sound they look like they snowballs look. but they're not blue they're white and deceptively named we now have these spider contraptions around the microphone if you go to our facebook page you can see a picture of it the reason what we does the spider thing do mark well let me tell you it stops it from it stops the microphone from picking up on those horrible noises that we kept getting what you mean like if i bang on the desk it's not yeah. the sound of that yeah i mean I can, you put, put, I can put my drink down and never mind well now you can put your drink down <laughs> right i didn't mind before but there was some popping noises before uh so we're working on things we still got two more episodes until we reach show 10 uh when apparently we're meant to be in our stride well, as i've read one on more episode every... off this one would be 10 well this Where is true been? yeah so i we read i read i don't know if you've read it as well that uh if you can make it to show 10 in the podcast then um you made yourself you a life. made it <laughs> <laughs> you make it anywhere so yeah so now chris has got a microphone hooray i've got a microphone Hurrah. I love that I can hear my voice so much clearer now. Yes. We haven't got headphones on, but we can. It mm. will be a lot clearer. Um, and uh, it sounds a lot better, I think, hopefully. But I can't see you because I've got a big pop shield in front of my microphone. So all I can see is like looking through a pair of tights at you. Not that I've ever done that before and not that I know why that would look 
like that. Yeah, all I can see is is what you've got like like a hairline across the top of your mic. (laughs) (laughs) It's like your microphone's wearing a toupee. We should take a picture. Take a picture. Have you got your camera? I have got, yeah, I guess. Where's my, oh, I haven't got my phone. You've covered it in oil from eating too many olives. I have, yes. I've got oil everywhere. So I don't I'll, know why I'm doing this in the middle of the podcast. Well, no, 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 I mean, I'll, you take a... Yeah, well, I, was gonna, I, do, I do what I want. I was, gonna, I was going to cut. Well, let me say what's coming up on the show this week whilst you're doing that. Um, you're doing it now, so I... Okay. Um, on the show this week, we have uh, the very successful Byron News will be back again. Uh, this week, Byron's travelling around LA in his car, and uh, we'll find out what he's up to, what he's been doing. Chris, you can show me that picture. I am. There you go. That's amazing. Uh, we'll put this on, uh, on Facebook. Let me take a picture of you as well. This, this is riveting radio. Let me take a picture of you. Hey, look at what we're watching. Wow, look at that thing out the window. It's amazing. I'm taking a picture through my microphone looking towards you. Beautiful. Lovely. There you go. Thank you. No, thank you. So, we're, we're speaking to Byron. We'll also be talking about what we're talking about this week, Chris. Yes. Um, band merchandise. Band. And B A N D. B A N N E D. That's to me. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's right. I think. Wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to listen back and correct myself. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. Batman. No, no. So, we are talking about band merchandise. And we're also going to listen to some new songs by some artists. We won't be sharing them. We'll be listening to them and then giving our expert feedback on these songs. Yeah, on the opinionated feedback. Mm, this week, we're going to be listening to Pearl Jam's new song from their album Lightning Bolt, which is coming out in October. And they have a song called Mind Your Manners, which is available to listen on iTunes at the moment. So if you are listening to this on iTunes, you can head over and have a listen yourself if you haven't already heard it and let us know whether you agree or not. Or don't let us know. Just listen and, and let us know in your head. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll pick up on it because no one's going to let us know really, are they? They might do. Mm. I keep getting these weird telepathic signals come through, actually. <laughs> it's weird. They like it. Keep so, trying to kill people. Banned merchandise. Yeah. Yes or no? Yay or nay? Do you like? Do you not like? Um, I think it's a good way to promote how uh, how much I enjoy listening to your analysis music by uh, displaying oh. it in t-shirts or shirt form or maybe, you know, with a belt buckle that says Judas Priest on it or something like that. <laughs> really? Yeah. So what's your, you, you, you've bought band merchandise. I know for a fact, I can think of something in particular you have. Um, yeah. I might as well say, I was not going to take that. Is it that Ramstein thing we were talking about? No, yeah, we'll, oh, talk okay. about, we'll come across that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> not about a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll get onto that in a minute. <clears throat> no, hang on. Uh, so you've got pop with yourself clock. Haven't you? Uh, no. You do? What, the one that I made myself? Yeah. Still merchandise? Not really. No? They didn't really make any money from me. What, do you uh, have to, could do, it, could do you have to make have money that? for it to be merchandise? People give away CDs, that's still counted. Yeah, I guess so, but it's unofficial, isn't it? Well, it's very well made, because I thought you bought that. Thank you. I retract there, was a, there, was a, there was a stencil I retract and retract. So, <laughs> what's your favourite piece of band merchandise you have, then? Um, or that hmm. you've had? I've had. You, you keep stuff there, don't you? I tend to get rid of it. Yeah, I've got quite a stash of crap that I've amassed over the years of um, band bollocks. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm drinking, sorry. That's right. There's quite a few lighters I've got with like stuff on it. Or... Would you, so you prefer lighters if there was a... a, if there was a... No, I wouldn't say I would just say prefer lighters, but they're smaller, so I can easily stick them in the drawer. Okay. And it's easier, rather than having like a huge clothes rail full of t-shirts... So if you were like if you're at a gig, mm. probably itself gig, which you have been, yeah. But let's just say they have a whole table full of merchandise, all the different types of merchandise that you can think of. They've got models of themselves. Um, oh yeah, I think of them. Okay, Definitely. you can only buy one item. <gasps> mm. What would it be? Would it be a lighter? <laughs> so well, okay. let's go. But mm. which is okay. Uh, it depends on what my budget is so, stretched to. Really, oh, it doesn't um, matter. Money's not an object. Might. No, it's not. They're all, okay, let's go for fairly normal things. We're talking uh, a mug. Yeah. Because they're selling mugs now at gigs, which is crazy. How are you supposed to carry that through the show? Well, I've got Do I've you got visit the merchandise stand before or after? Before? Yeah, I, can't I, would, I would have gone before because then there's going to be less people on the mm. way out. So you, you've got to carry that thing with you throughout the entire 
show. Yes, although if you buy t-shirts, people tend to wear them and then they get ripped and all sweaty. <laughs> you kind of wear it in. Yeah. Oh, this would be the worst when you were young, when when one was younger, you, <laughs> me, whoever it is. And then you, you go in the mosh pit or you'd be jumping around with your new t-shirt and then the neck would just get stretched to hell in the high waters. We'll get stretched to hell and back. And then you go home, it will never be the same and you'd be really annoyed. Yeah, gussied. Mm. So hang on, let's go. Right. Records, as in vinyl, CDs, T-shirt, T-shirts, um, and lighters, mugs, stickers, badges, hats, drinks on sticks. Drinks on sticks. Ice lolly. All right. That's clever. Thank you. What, what, you have to choose one. Well, I wouldn't buy the drink on a stick because that would be melted by the end of it would. the evening. Uh, it would probably be a T-shirt. A T-shirt, honest. okay. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a staple, isn't it, really? It's quite easy to... Mm-hmm. Look after if if it's a, a good design. I'm a bit more picky about t-shirts now than I used to be. Okay, I used to like the ones with the big front print of like the whole album on the front cover. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. I've got that album, and now it's on my chest. And now when I see someone else who knows the album, they'll look at me and nod when I'm yeah, walking past. Exactly. It. and we'll just know. It's like yeah, but now I'm all right. I'm all right. More there, there, there. Smaller, <laughs> smaller thing. I like smaller things nowadays. <laughs> and when you um, go to a gig, you like to sit down. In mm, the, I do. I do. First like to second right. floor. Cross your legs in a, <laughs> a relaxed fashion and tap your foot and yeah. lean back and enjoy. Yeah. And uh, so, but, but with that in mind, then if you would buy a t-shirt, then is there any particular t-shirts that you bought that you've absolutely loved, still love, still have? Um. Well, I did have a clear out recently of uh, quite a few old band t-shirts and things like that. Okay. I only kept the ones really where either the logo was not unrecognisable. Yeah. I, or not necessarily you would say... So there was, there's I nothing that really stood out as your favourite? No, there's nothing really. Okay. I mean, I like... Well, that's a I like logos question, and things like, I like logos <laughs> and things like that. So if, if it's just like the band name right. written just across the of your chest or something like that mm. nothing too like ostentatious okay really. I think that that'd be what I'd be inclined to buy more now rather than as I said a huge front print yeah you don't see do you, uh, do you still see you don't see as many band t-shirts or maybe I'm just not looking uh, you're probably not out and about at the right times or visiting the right venues maybe or not venues but areas yeah I mean when was the last time we went to town on a Saturday just now morning Okay, what well, proper town, not Farnham. It's a proper town. I went to Guildford last week. Yeah. During Magic Fest. I, I didn't had... see too many different things, but... No Brian Adams t-shirts. No, I didn't see too many Brian Adams any t-shirts. Any Talisa t-shirts? No, I saw a guy selling Coke, if that counts. Um. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh... Well, I'm going to ask myself the question then. Yeah, Mark, what kind of things would you look well, to buy from the merchandise? Well, 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 I used to absolutely love t-shirts, as you just said, and I there were two t-shirts which I remember and particularly loved. Um, one of which was my silver chair t-shirt with the frog on the front, which some uh, girl yes. wrecked. Yeah, <clears throat> can't remember her name. Oh, uh, Chantel or something. Like oh that, my yeah. god, well done. So she was at art college. Oh, can I buy your t-shirt, please? Yeah, yeah, sure. Obviously. She's just one of those weird people. Oh, I really like what you're wearing. Can I borrow it, please? And she borrowed it for the day. That's exactly how she sounded, by the way. And uh, <clears throat> she got red paint all over it. And then just, oh, there you go, and gave it back. And I was really upset. And then some of my friends even, well, you might be, no, might be new, might be someone else. Someone even went up to her and said, I can't believe you've done it. You should buy me a new one. And she was like, uh, nah, it's all right. <laughs> you cow and the other t-shirt I really liked which fits in very well with uh, the song we're going to listen to today is uh, Pearl Jam oh, yeah I yeah. don't remember you owning a Pearl Jam t-shirt it was the Alive one the song that you just said you absolutely I hate I fucking hate that song oh, it's so boring I love the logo I love the font and I love the little man the, jumping the stick up. man yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was so cool and I always wanted that t-shirt and then I got it but I like the short sleeve one because there was a long sleeve version which said Pearl Jam down the sleeve and I didn't really oh, yeah. like those very much I always oh, wanted God, the Nirvana yeah. ones but I never really liked Nirvana t-shirts they're all the stupid smiley face yeah and no offence if someone's got that t-shirt but it was not really my thing and oh, I hate I'm sick to death seeing fucking Rolling Stones t-shirts though do you remember really? everywhere it was a big phase a few years ago where every single t-shirt everywhere that everyone was wearing was that the lips 
with the tongue sticking out. Uh, it's probably like, oh, top oh, shop or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, now it's Primark selling. Uh, this real big thing, Mick Jagger at the moment, isn't? Well, there was about a year ago. Everyone's got had songs about Mick Jagger out. Yeah. Do a do a dance like Jagger. It's like okay, well, so <laughs> that's the song. Do it, do a dance like Jagger. <laughs> do a dance like Jagger. I got the <laughs> anyway. Uh, PRS have a field day with that misrepresentation. <laughs> what Jagger or the original song? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, there's this big hoo ha about it about Mick Jagger, and I, mm. I did wonder whether. Uh, his management had taken over all these artists and was just saying, hey, don't worry about the Mick. Uh, we'll get you back in the scene again. We'll get everyone to be singing other <laughs> songs about you. But uh, it was pretty bollocks. I yeah. didn't hear a good song amongst them. It was a sad, sad day for music. It was a sad day for music. So those, those, those were the things that I liked. More recently, when I went to a gig, it wasn't so, well, I guess, no, it wasn't so much a music gig. I went to go and see Chris Moyles live. I guess he was on the radio, which is then kind of mm. part of that. So if you're in another country, uh, Chris Moyles is, uh, was a radio... Or if you're like me and don't know who he is, because well, I don't listen to the radio. Okay, well, Chris Moyles was a radio, t- radio TV presenter. Mm, nice. Uh, was a radio presenter, and I used to listen to his show in the mornings. I guess if you're in America, it's a bit like Howard Stern. I guess if you're outside of America, you probably still would have heard of Howard Stern. So <laughs> he's a bit like Howard Stern. Anyway, so he left his radio show and uh, then he said, I'm going to go on a live tour. And because I enjoyed listening to it at the time, I bought tickets. And then about a month later, thought, why the hell did I buy tickets for this? Uh, but I went to go and see the show. And anyway, it was very entertaining. It was like a comedy show. Anyway, I bought a mug. So yeah. I was saying about mugs because I bought one and it's sitting on the table there. Yeah, it's got high coffee. quality merchandise. Yeah, it's got coffee in it, and the, I like the fact that the image hasn't stained with dishwasher use. Well, that's true. They sometimes do, but it has not. No, mm, that's a good quality, good mug, quality you know. merchandise. As opposed to when <laughs> hey. you go into a gig, thank you. Um, when you go into a gig or come out of a gig. No, mostly when you come out, we used to buy posters. We always used to buy posters, didn't we? Oh, come God. Out yeah, even for artists that weren't even playing that night. <laughs> that was, was my favourite. It was. It was like, what was it like? We'd go and see a corn gig and it would come out and be like Stinky Fist poster. We'd like, why? Why? <laughs> why? What? It was very confusing. You get your posters. And then there was uh, the guy selling the t-shirts and he came out and said, the unofficial ones which are almost the same, but you're guaranteed to fade within about four And also washes. you could see like the Fruit of the Loom logo underneath <laughs> the, the bad prints on hoodies. the front. Was, we, I had a, do you know what? Actually, we had two Deftone hoodies. Sarah and I uh, went to go to see the Deftones in Docklands? Years ago. Mm. Can't remember. Don't ask me. Ask Sarah. Well, anyway, we had two Deftones t-shirts, uh, Deftones hoodies, and they had Fruit of the Loom on them. And then, as you said, the print put over the top. That's just terrible. It is so that's bad. That's what you get for buying knockoff merchandise mm. sold by dodgy northerners. Well, this is something we were discussing, and I don't think it's racist. I think it's a pretty much a fact. So I think it's okay to say. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that? Just when you were drinking. Um, Very when, good. When you go into a gig, it's always southern people selling the tickets. We've got tickets for Stinky Fist. Who are Stinky Fist? Is that an actual band? I, I think you're getting very confused. Stinky Fist. It's, it's good. That's a song by Tool. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I bet you it's a band called Stinky Fist. <laughs> Stinky. It's not. Stinky we're, we're promoting them. <laughs> got my Stinky Bridges. Oh, South Park. That's where that's from. Anyway, so uh, all right, mate, I want two tickets for uh, Stinky Fist. And <laughs> anyway, and then when you come out of the gig, they'd always be northern. Yeah. Like, t-shirts, get your t-shirts. Get your official, I can't uh, do a northern accent. Your, that wasn't bad. Oh, it seems to all over the place. Rewind, Craig David t-shirts. But they always, it, it was crazy. It, yeah, it's very strange. I don't, I don't know, who, know why. Who they're trying to appeal to all the way in and the way out. So as I said, we didn't know they had some sort of treaty. <laughs> Wherever all these people who sell tickets and t-shirts had a treaty, a bit of a bit of a meeting before, like the meeting of the 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 big yeah, anonymous. Yeah. Well, they all meet in a big dark room and on a long table. Oh, like that's well. Look, if we go before we sell tickets, then you, you can go you afterwards. Can go and sell the we can go and you? sell the t-shirts afterwards. Hi. 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 Um. Yeah. Very odd. Hmm. 
Did you buy any yeah, Chris Paul posters? It was all yes. like really blurry, blown up images from like a photo in a magazine. <laughs> I, I think I bought Bush. Um, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> Didn't enough. you just go to a garden centre? <laughs> I was going to mm. say, I was going to say something else. I'll, my mind went to a completely different place there when I said that. <laughs> um, I bought oh. a Bush poster. No, my mind's still gone to a different place. Uh, 16 Stone. A 16 album. Stone Bush. No, because I... We went to go and see him when for Razorblade Suitcase came out, which is after the first album, and I bought the, the big one of that, and that was quite good quality. Yeah, that's from outside. Uh, I don't know why I remember that. It's always better, well, a more <laughs> fair play to the bootleggers, though, and the fact that they like had a like a, a decent selection of stuff yeah. that you couldn't get inside because they didn't think about selling posters, all that kind of crap inside. Well, they get all torn up. I mean, yeah. this is the problem. Even going back on the tube, which by the time you got home, the, the well, posters you had were a few crinkled. sword fights with them and stuff like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> sat on them. Or yeah, you sat on the tube just tapping it up and down. Or Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Doing boyish things. Yeah. I had so many posters, it was ridiculous. Do you remember? Do you remember? Yeah. I had loads all over the room, everywhere. And I got them from all over the place. Like when we went to the gig afterwards, I'd go and take down the poster advertising the gig, in the gig. Yeah. I went to go and see that in the Nirvana Tribute Band and I ripped the um, the big sign away. Do you remember <laughs> that? It was like a, it was like it a just... nine foot long sign. And it was like Nirvana Tribute playing tonight. And me, myself and Sam Turner thought it would be fun if we ripped it off. So we ripped it off and then Sam took it home. And then I walked around to his house and went and collected it and walked it back to my house and put it up on my wall. Brilliant. Mm, I got rid of it after a couple of months. <laughs> but it was fun for that time. Oh, good vandalism, eh? No. Oh, and then, and once again, see record playbacks, we used to go and get merchandise as well. Oh, yeah. Because you got free stuff from them, which is quite oh, cool. The best kind of merchandise is free merchandise. There is, but there's so much merchandise now, and some of it's crazy. Some of the, one of the craziest ones I found, and you know where I'm heading with this, is Ramstein. Now I looked this up and was this on their official website? No, no, no. I just mm. looked up different. Do you know what? I, I looked up first? What, what first were you looking up to? Yeah, I looked up what, what were we saying last week about the Chinese girls, <laughs> Chinese brides. I was looking up Chinese brides and these came up. Um, so I was looking up. First, first yeah. oh, if you, no, if you search for things like Chinese brides and like, the, the advert bars on the side actually have normal stuff. <laughs> 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 it's got English brides. It's got <laughs> Don't look at the teeth. Oh. <laughs> NHS dentists. Adverts. <laughs> um get that English look. Get the London look. <laughs> it's just teeth by Stonehenge. <laughs> oh. What the hell were we talking? Oh yeah, I typed in first band merchandise. I was trying yeah. to find out who the first people were that started selling band merchandise. Not, I mean, because there's lots of different types. You can go back a long way, but the first proper, proper, I can imagine it might be a band like Kiss or someone who was, you know, mm. quite gimmicky. Well, yeah, well, quite gimmicky. Mean, but you can buy, like, Elvis clocks and things like that. That's really true, yeah. But did they sell them at the gigs? <laughs> uh, next time I'm there, I'll ask. It's time for a burger. <laughs> <laughs> now we're toilets. Yes. Oh. Or, um... No, oh, I was going to say, or mouse traps. I'm calling a trap. <laughs> Can't get back. Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> so I was typing that, and it and came up no with things to edit out. No, <laughs> I'll leave it in. <laughs> Some of the find it funny, I'm sure. So I, I typed in all the stuff, and it came up with Ramstein crazy merchandise. So I clicked on that, and Ramstein had, I think, with one of their albums. Um, it's like a box set, and it came with a group of sex toys. Should we say? So I saw handcuffs mm-hmm. in there. I saw uh, male reproductive rubber organs, five of them. Five. Mm. One for every member of the family. <laughs> and uh, there was something. Oh, there were, yeah. Uh, hang on. Uh, 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 yeah. No. No. I don't know. Maybe. You're being creative enough. No, obviously not. <laughs> Let's get two box sets. Um, and then one for... And then there was something else in the back. Anyway, that just seems nuts to me. Yeah. I mean, would you use it? Or would you... Just, would you keep yeah. it in this box? Yeah. Pristine mint condition. I, I just think... It's a collectible. I mean, there's gimmicks and then there's just plain ridiculous. Surely. I was going to try and make a 
You were looking no, for a pun. I was. I was thinking of gimpics, but that doesn't make much sense. Uh, no, stop dicking around. Let's get back on with this. <laughs> ah, nice. That's what um, she said. Yes, and, and then I also found uh, Iron Maiden doing beer. Beer? Hmm. So they sell... Yeah. What is it? If it his own brewery? Well, it's that stupid, it's that stupid character. Um, oh, what, Eddie? Yeah. Um, and his beer, apparently. Something like that. I saw mm. something actually with, on Facebook. They were very excited about the fact that they had it. Aw. Aren't they? Bless. So they do that as well, um, which is interesting. Mm. Actually, because we were saying before the show, actually, about lighters and things, and we said lighters, bottle openers, that's a good... You can imagine them selling that at gigs because... It's, it's a good thing it's to have It's shrapnel a stuff, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, lighter. I mean, if, even if you didn't smoke, you could hold it in the air. Well, you used to. Now that people hold their mobile phones in the air. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. But you used to be able to hold the lighters in the air. I used to people holding up their lighters in the air. I was really worried it was a fire hazard. sprinklers <laughs> 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 off. Yeah, I'm all, I think better about the, uh, the mobile <laughs> phones. It's a nice, safe, safe thing to do. It doesn't offend anyone. Spreading radiation around the crowd. Allegedly. <laughs> Possibly. Um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're good things. So you can imagine beer would also go mm. down well. If I, I tell you what, if a I beer does at, go right down well. Well, if I was at a gig, yeah, and I did see a band that I was going to go and see. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? If I went to a gig and the band they were playing had beer for sale. Yeah. Of their band, I would buy it. It's like Duff beer. Yeah, you would have to buy a Duff beer, wouldn't oh, you? I, they, they definitely sell it now. And not just the stuff they sell in that American shop in Guildford. Oh, it's just an energy drink and a yeah. hilariously coloured can. If you go to Oxford, you yep. can probably get it from other places, but Oxford, a place called Woodstock. Yeah. Um, it's a kind of music theme there. Um, and there's a hotel around there. there it's Is opposite it my friend's. It's not. It's such a lovely place. <laughs> um, but it's opposite my friend's house, Wayne, right. Wayne and Vicky. And they're out at what times? What do you mean? Well, you know, if we're going to break in. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Something like that. But they, they can see the pub from across the road. Anyway, so oh. Wayne was like, oh, they've got Duff beer in here. And when we went in there, he didn't have it. But then he showed, he sent me a picture afterwards when they did have it in. And it looks exactly like the TV Duff beer. You know, mm. the Simpsons Duff beer. Which is amazing. Cool. So I think that's a pretty cool thing to, to have. So some things are relevant. Some things are just fucking ridiculous. Like Spice Girls as well, and they had uh, shampoo. Oh, they had everything, didn't they? Uh, it did go into marketing overload, didn't it? it, it yeah. If, if it's got a room for a label, slap the Spice Girls face on it. Yeah, but so many other things have followed on from that. And I'm wondering also, more bands are obviously doing it now, hmm. because with T-shirts, it, it was you're like a walking advert, aren't you, for them? Which exactly. is great for the yeah. bands. But now it's also a really good source of revenue because... Obviously, you get given... Well, a lot of times you'll get given... Um, I'm just looking at the time. That's right. Oh, God, 28 minutes. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times you'll be given an advance, and that has to be spent on records and things like that, and also the tour. Yeah. So it's a big pot of money you're given. Um, so then you've got to make your money back on that tour. <coughs> so obviously, ticket sales, and then once you're in the venue... Um, then Bleed the bastards dry. <laughs> there is that, yeah. So then you can make money um, selling all these different merchandise. So with your Fallout Boy glow sticks and yeah. <sighs> I say about the Fallout Boy album. I listened to the new one and it was terrible. Didn't what? like it. Too many collaborations for your liking. Yes, collaborations of Elton John called Save Rock and Roll. And I've listened to the preview of it and it's actually quite amusing. Nothing wrong with Elton John, but when you've got the Fallout Boy guy singing... And then he comes on. There's a water wonder. It sounds like Eddie Vedder. It does, it doesn't it? spoken. <laughs> and talking of that, should we listen to the new Power Jam song and then give it our opinion? Yes. Wonderful. So that was Power Jam from their our new album forthcoming album lightning bolt which comes out in october mm-hmm. and that song was called mind your manners and during that time you were also watching ghost dog open the bottle of coke impressive <clears throat> you were impressed i am although i'm not going to drink the coke well no it's empty we wouldn't give her a full bottle of coke that would be amazing you should shake up a bottle like a two no bottle of coke. no 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 <laughs> but you say he's like from experience no 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 just 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 wouldn't do it but uh how quickly did she get that bottle open 
very impressively. Mm, there you go. She's like an octopus. Britain's got talent. Because <laughs> octopus is a name for opening bottles. Opening jam jars, aren't they? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> That's why I've got an octopus. Yes. Mm. Mm. Pearl Jam. I call him Ulti. Yeah, Pearl oh. Jam. I'm, I must confess, I I'm not a big be. Pearl Jam fan, well, really. I like, I like 10. You didn't like 10, right? Or did you? Or am I just no, really. I, I never really got into that whole kind of scene. That scene of. Fair enough? Yeah. It's a bit pretentious. That's fair enough. People liked it a bit dicky. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. I liked it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I liked 10. Uh, I didn't really like any of their other songs. I didn't, didn't mind Daughter. Don't call me daughter. No, do. Uh, and that's a pretty much about it. This yeah. new album, it sounds all right. I mean, the lot- it does sound very for a band that's been going for so long. Mm. They still managed to capture the zeitgeist mm. of uh, well, the Do you zeitgeist. Know they called before Pearl Jam, uh, Jizzlobber. Not that far off. Mother Love Bone. Ah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, Pearl so, Jam, there yeah. you go. Yeah, uh, I think it was alright. It was alright. It's nice to see they're doing. They were. It was had a bit of balls to it. Yeah, we kind of caught, had a little listen to the new Queen's the mm. stage album, mm. and I really like the first two, three albums. Mm. But they seem to have kind of not lost their way a little bit. But it just feels like they haven't got any oomph behind mm. them anymore. Which yeah, is a shame. The the sound's still there. I mean, you can still tell it's Queen's of the Stone Age, yeah. but it just doesn't. There was something about their chugging, dun, 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 It was a real chugging sound. And I know that bands have to change somewhat and, you know, they evolve and things, but... Yeah. Where's the best of album, eh? <laughs> Where's the best of album? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Coldplay doesn't have a best of album, by the way. I oh, checked yeah. on it. Mm. We said that in one of the previous episodes when we talked about best of albums. There you go. So they don't have one. Uh but no, yeah. yeah. Out, of, out of five, what would you rate that Pearl Jam song? Seems we're doing, seems okay. to be rating things out of five two. quite a lot. Two. Yeah, I give it a two. It's, it may be not my thing, but it, it, if you like Pearl Jam, I think you'll like it. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> if you like music and stuff, perhaps you'll, you'll like, like music. music. <laughs> <laughs> if you like Pearls and Jam. Yeah. Then you'll probably like Pearl No. Yeah, what would you give it then? I... One. I could imagine that on the soundtrack to an American film. They're very American, Pearl Jam. I think that's why I really mm. didn't get into them that much because they were quite American-y. Yeah, I know at the time I was listening to a lot more English bands. Okay. Uh, I'm going to now list some bands that aren't English, <laughs> like mm. Silverchair or... Um, well, they're English, kind of. They were getting sad anyone, couldn't you? Yeah. Oh, you did, yeah, 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 Beck's a good one. Yeah, but he's American as well. Oh, hang on! You haven't um, given it a mark. Well, oh, I'm giving a mark. If I oh shit, Ooh. well, you know, I wouldn't necessarily turn it off. Actually, I was quite surprised by because whenever I think of Pearl Jam, I think of that fucking alive song. <laughs> I don't think I've ever listened to that song all the way through because I just get so tired. Oh, when you get to the lead bit, it's like being at school and there's a battle of the bands going on, and you know. One of the, the cool popular kids, kids yeah. can play the whole lead part. And everyone's like, wow. Oh my God. And like, Jesus, will this He's song so cool. never end? Yeah. <laughs> and um, they won't because they're loving it. And they stand there and move around. They're so concentrating. Like, mm. It's got a bit shoegazy, isn't it? A bit shoegazy, yeah. It is very much so. Too toe-tapping shoegazy. Yeah, that song defied my expectations of the new Pearl Jam sound. And I'm going to give it... Three. A three? A solid three. Wow. Well, actually, two and a half. Two and oh, a half. Okay. It's, it's straight down. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. That's yeah. fine. It's, still, it's not my thing, but, you know, it's more my thing than their older things. It's still 50%. Exactly. I've got... That's a two-two in degree, Dan. I've still got... Oh, the noise... You probably can't hear. Noise is ghost dog. <laughs> the noise you can't hear. Jesus, it could be anything. You might not be able to hear. You might, if, if people had heard that, then they'd wonder what that k- 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 noise was behind us. I'm talking the background noises. Yeah, it sounds like the police. Yes. <clears throat> so, who could this be coming up 
on the show. No, that sounds really rude. Sound the background noises. I'm saying that because <laughs> no, yeah. no. I think I think to explain. The first time I spoke to Byron, um, we had the interview, and his garden was in the background. <laughs> that was amazing. That was so much fun though to do. We spoke for ages, like about an hour and a half. Second time, um, when he called us last week, wasn't it? Mm. it? Sounded like it was a horse in the background. It was just a file, just digital file clicking in the background. Um, and now Byron's new news report, um, he's driving through the city of LA. Yeah. So should we sign to these underground? A member of the A-team, perhaps? From the... No. No, I'm not going to try and think of something that's relevant to the name of our podcast. No, don't, I can see you trying no. to think of it too. So <laughs> let's go to Byron News. This is a Byron Gore news right from my car on the 101 freeway in Los Angeles. We have three radio shows coming up. The first one is tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Relevant Music and Muse on LA Talk Radio. And uh, if you missed that, don't worry, it will be recorded because it's an internet radio station. Jessica and I will be having a live interview and performing some songs live on the radio. I'm still in the running for the 2014 Artist Music Awards, so if you want to put your votes in, which we need, um, just go to my Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash Byron Gore Music. You can vote daily, and if you do that, that would be great. The more votes we get, the higher our chances of winning are. We have our Howl of the Moon show coming up on August the 28th at 8.30pm. So if any of your listeners happen to be in LA around that time, please come on down. And the first four people at the door to say our name get a free beer. And right now there's two cop cars flashing their lights right in front of us on the freeway. So we're not sure what's happened. Hopefully they're not going to stop us. Because the traffic here in LA is horrendous. You think it gets bad in the UK? You have not seen how many people live and travel through LA daily. The traffic is incredible. So yeah, so it looks like, what are these cops doing? They're just flashing their lights and, oh, are they going to stop us? No, they're not stopping us. That's good. They've pulled some truck over and a car. It's either an accident or they're wielding guns or something. I'm not sure it's LA. Anything could be happening. Anyway, back to the news. And I actually have a question for you guys and all your listeners this time. And my question is this. What do you think of pay to play? Here in LA, pay to play is a big thing. And they ask, well, most bars and venues ask musicians to pay to play. And personally, I cannot stand pay to play. Back in the UK, I don't remember there ever being a pay to play. But maybe I was just playing in the, all the wrong places. <laughs> or maybe I was playing at all the right places. Anyway, what do you think of pay to play and what do all your listeners think about it? It'd be very, very interesting to find out as it's a very big debate over here right now. Thank you for having me on the show and thank you everyone for listening. I'm going to carry on driving down the 101 freeway now and look out for cops. So uh, have a nice day and I look forward to listening to your show. See you guys. That was Byron News. <laughs> thank you byron mm. thank you very much byron yeah thanks byron that's very very cool and i'm glad it wasn't uh him glad that the police... get pulled over yeah yeah glad it wasn't him that the, the police were pulling over um <clears throat> so he was saying about pay to play mm. pay to play it's a frustrating concept for the artist mm. when but i hear I... it i instantly think of stay away by nirvana it was originally called Pay to Play. Ah. Um, then afterwards, I think, oh, no, he means Pay to Play. <laughs> God, I hate that song. I'm so glad they changed the name of it. Um, he was saying about this in his interview, actually. He said he was having some issues with that. Uh, and it seems like, obviously, it's becoming more and more prominent. But the reason is because people will pay it. Yeah. You if, know, you, if you want to play a, a venue or a, a festival gig, you can get on any stage if you've got the finances to back it up which makes the whole thing rather backwards really because you would have thought that you'd get invited to play along these places because you're going to pull in a crowd mm. and then you shouldn't need to pay but because the money we made from the, the punters coming in but well, they're sneaky about it because yeah. i think byron was saying before what they'll do is say hey, do you want to play this venue and you'll go yeah yeah brilliant <clears throat> and then they'll send you an invoice the next day 
like, what? What? You, yeah, you got you got to pay for it. That's crazy. But I mean, Guildfest, mm. when Guildfest was running, like, they used to do something similar. Your band could play if you bought 50 tickets. Yeah. Or something like that. I mean, it makes sense in a way. It's a more guaranteed way to get people in. But <clears throat> then it kind of seems like, well, you don't want them to play because they're any good. You want them to play just because they're going to pay buy 50 tickets. Yeah. I mean, do <clears throat> did Brian Adams have to pay sell like a load of he tickets? He probably do a lot of washing up. Yeah, or some overtime at Argos or something. Mm. Yes, yeah, some overtime at Argos. <laughs> they don't have a basement, by the way, in Argos. I looked that up. Oh, they don't? No, it's, oh, it's, it's all over back. back. Oh, okay. You learn something new every day. Yeah, I might, if I'm wrong, I apologise. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so pay to play. Uh, I don't see it so much over here. Uh, normally, you just see bands playing for free, but then getting arsy at the organisers um, saying, why can't we have some money? Because a lot of people who put on these venues, put on these gigs, sorry, have to pay the venue for these bands to play, and then they mm. hopefully make the money back off the door. Um, but if they don't, then how the hell are you meant to? Yeah, I think you see a lot of pay to play more in, in London type places, but in the suburbs. I can imagine that's in London, um, yeah. You probably wouldn't get any money to do the gig, but so it's like basically cost nil. Yeah. It cancels itself out. But I'm saying the reason they'll do it is because people obviously are out there are paying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, think it's something that, oh yeah, we're playing up in, you know, London or don't you know at some venue what what and you know everyone goes oh my god I can't believe you're that famous that you're playing up a Wednesday night in Camden Town you're like yeah that's, that's how good we are which is a very very sad reflection of society you know or mu- the music society should we say yeah <clears throat> music industry from the from the factory floor up from the ground level up because all these people are just looking for a quick fix they want to play these uh, I'm a bit torn on this. <clears throat> if you want to do a band and you're like, oh, I, really w- I always wanted to play this venue, I always wanted to play it, would mm-hmm. you um, create the opportunity and you go, well, look, I'm going to invest. I'm investing in myself here because if I play this venue, I've got far more access. Sorry, people have got far more access to our band so they can see us play. And so that will push our band far further than playing a little pub where no one's really going to see us and we might not get the opportunities to ever play mm-hmm. this type of venue. So, yeah, you're not going to get any PR guy, AR guys done. In- no, very unlikely. Very unlikely. But And then these venues obviously pick up on these and go, well, hey, look, you know, if you want to play the garage, for example, yeah. then pay us £1,000 um, and then you can play it. And then, But they'll think, well, that's a lot of money and that's pretty crap. But at the same time, what if we get seen? You know, we really believe in what we're doing. We get seen and then we get, God knows what else from that. Okay, reality of it isn't that way, but still, I can understand why they might do it. But the problem is um, that it just, once they've done it once, then they'll go, well, why the bloody hell are we putting on these bands or paying these bands so we can get bands to pay us? So from a venue's point of view, I can yeah. totally understand why they're doing it. Because they're there to make money at the end of the day. They've got to make money. Obviously, they can't pay for their staff and stuff. Yeah, but then surely that would come from ticket sales, but... What, it's, what if you don't bring enough people exactly and that's that's the thing if you don't bring enough people then you shouldn't be playing those venues in the first place well that's true that's true so what we're talking is pay to play is a quick fix yeah you want to you play this gig well yeah. you know and, and again I guess that brings us then back to the point of that's something that's very very wrong with this industry hmm. is that um, and with all these TV shows these quick fix people aren't doing the groundwork they're literally getting signed off the back of going, walking on the stage, singing, and then walking off the other. Well, okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean? The very, mm. very quick fix of going on X Factor, for example, doing an yeah. audition, and then they've got some million pound contract at the end of it, popularity contest, um, which is a bit crazy. Whereas as artists, uh, even artists like Destiny's Child, uh, yeah. who they were signed and they weren't didn't do anything for a year. They used, they put on something in America. I can't remember the actual name for it now. But it's a big training scheme. So for an entire year, they take them, you know, they train them to do all the A&R stuff. Uh, mm. They train their vocals. They get everything perfect with how they look before actually releasing them. All right, so they get the package right. Yeah, they get everything done. And apparently lots of lots of artists were taken through that. It's almost like a football apprenticeship scheme. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But they, they would never, ever get released because at the end of that year, they just go, do you know, it's not really working for us. And they send them on their way. 
um, <clears throat> which is quite a clever idea. But I think now to release music and to release bands, it so, must be so cheap for the record companies. Well, definitely. And this, well, things like X Factor, and you've already done all the marketing beforehand because everybody watches that shit. Well, it's just so X Factor, yeah. 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 It's just my, I've got no arms, I've got no legs, no parents. Um, my head's half falling off. Oh, go through to the auditions. And it's that quick fix. Mm. I wouldn't suggest ch- chopping off your arms and legs as a quick fix to get a gig, but I seem like I seem like an amputee. <laughs> can't hold a note, can't carry a tune. Oh, thank mm. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, yeah, but no, I, I agree. Yeah, so, but back to the pay to play. You can't, you can't thing. get rid of it. Mm, I don't know. Right. So, if there's something you can't get rid of, something you can't change, right? then what are you going to do? You can either adapt to it and... Adapt and survive. Or do something to change it. But you have to, you know, if it's the point of the... This is what I always said. Okay, this is very, very expensive. It might not always work. But this is just a thought off the top of my head um, from before. Was if, if it's a problem with the venue, then sort your own venue. And you can do your own stuff and... What you mean, um, hire out a venue yourself? Yeah. I guess that's weird, technically, do What, pay to play? Yeah. Yeah, but then you get other bands coming in, and they yeah. be bringing stuff, people, and then you make money from that. Or do it, or the online thing, and do an online gig, which I think Byron's doing more of. I think there could be something in that in the future. I think if you're you can... doing pay to play like at a festival... Right. Then you're more likely to get new fans mm-hmm. because there are going to be the other people That's at the festival really ready. true. Yeah. But if you're playing you're at a little venue, then you're just going to be playing in front of your mates. There's not necessarily any other... You're not going to get any foot traffic in from off the street necessarily. So pay to play is almost like hiring a venue anyway. Mm. Like hiring a, a venue for a party, but it's a kind of around the, around the house spin on it. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to discuss this again another time, I think. Because we're coming to the end of the show. No, I can't believe it has already been the end of the show. Holy crap. Yeah, we've been talking for a while, so we better finish. But uh, I've enjoyed this one. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you very much, Byron. Yes, thank you very much, Byron. That was brilliant. And hopefully we'll hear more from Byron next week. Find out what he's up to. Yeah. Um, do remember to go to his Facebook page, Um Facebook's, Facebook's a dodgy one, Byron. I'm not. I'm really not sure. <laughs> as much as we all use Facebook, that other people who listen to these podcasts actually use it. Because uh, we still only got one extra like on Facebook. Yeah, that's yeah. Our more, subscribers yeah. keep going up on both our feeds. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, anyway, subscribers. If you do, yeah, thank you. But if you do use Facebook, please go to Byron's uh, Facebook page and vote for him. Apparently, you can vote for him to... every day, wasn't he saying? Doesn't you that, can. You can. Doesn't, doesn't that kind of make a mockery of the whole voting system? We would discuss. No, you, might, you might like him every day. <laughs> you might. <laughs> it's not even 2014. Well, do you know what? You know, what I'd say go to his page, listen it's to his, his music. Stuff, yeah. If you like it, which you will, then vote for him, and I'm sure he'd agree with that. Uh, I concur. Yeah. I've already done it. Yeah, and I I agree with that in lots of different scenarios. I hate all this um, popularity voting stuff, and I think that sometimes people with real talent, people like Byron, get um, <clears throat> missed in these votes when they really deserve to to kind of win them. We well, might win them anyway, but I'm just saying, yeah, some people like that. Yeah, and it's the same in every type of uh, voting system. I think with Facebook. So. There you go. But do have a listen to his music if you like it. Give him a vote. And check out his pay, his website, which is www.byrongore.com. Or you can find him on YouTube as well. Yep. Hmm. Wow. I think that's almost it. That is it. We're, we're talking, what are we talking about next week? Can you remember what we said? Um, long distance band relationships. Long, long distance relationships. With, in, in your band. <laughs> yeah. That kind of shit. Long distance musical relationships. Yeah. Like... Um, I want to be in America. What? (laughs) Long distance musical relationships. Uh, You mean like, yeah, West Side Story and all that jazz. I thought they all moved to America. 
Uh, well, I, I remember the only thing I remember about that is some, I had a like a knife fight. The <laughs> Dancing in the playground. Like, yeah, it was like ballet with knives. Mm. Oh. We'll be talking about long distance musical relationships. Yeah. Brought on by the fact that you've been getting very, very good reviews for your Pop Believes Itself songs. You've done. Yeah. Which is all going well. It's going exceedingly good. Cakes. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Next so, week, for next week when I've actually finished it, and then I can probably discuss it because then I'll be like, oh my god, it was such a fucking bore. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so we'll talk about that actually. But, but the reason. The reason we're talking about that is because uh, with this project that you're doing, there are it is exactly like that. You're doing something, you send yeah. it off to someone else, they send it back to you. Uh, so it, it's, it's quite a, a yeah. funny experience. Yeah, it's quite quite interesting. It made me wonder how other people. Well, it happens quite a lot now. I mean, a lot of the time, I think we're recording show artists, nine now. Well, <laughs> is that? Are we recording show nine now? That's all, we just give a bit of a taste there. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the time you'd have uh, an artist go into a studio and then they, they'd both be there, or one would just go and another one would come in and record their bits. Mm. Or I guess they'd record it somewhere else and be couriered, and this is just a quicker system of doing that. So now someone can be somewhere else in London, someone can be... Elton John could be in London, whereas Fall Out Boy could be in LA recording. Uh, that's a terrible song. It's such a terrible song. Goodbye. Goodbye, and no Johnny this week. No. He's not going to appear. Ever. Ever. Okay. I tried to fight him. I'm off now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to. Let's go. Uh, and I'll just leave this running. Till next week. Bye. <laughs> so what was that? <laughs> Bye. Stay safe. Be seen. In HD. See ya! I don't know, Johnny. Why was the musician arrested? Ah, uh, yeah. See, and he was in trouble. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> ah, now you've explained it more. I find it funnier. That's <laughs> it. That's good because it kind of. It harkens back to uh, Byron potentially being arrested. That's, that's very good. Thank you. God. Oh, and I was surprised this is going to sound very Vicar Ridiblish. <laughs>